0: This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. I had a great question on Twitter and I'm going to answer it in a podcast. At Ganga Naravanan is his name. And he asked me, Shane, what do you think the seven habits of highly defective leaders are? So here they are. Here's what my thoughts are. The seven habits of highly defective leaders. Number one, The number one habit of highly defective leaders is they enable and they don't equip. In other words, they're enabling their team. The team performs well when they're there. They give them their marching orders. They micromanage them. They answer the hard questions. They deal with the technical difficulties. They allow their team to stay in their comfort zone. They really, instead of teaching and transferring knowledge, simply equip people. When this leader goes on holiday, often the business falls apart. When a challenge occurs and the leader's not around, often the team cannot solve the problem because they have been enabled, they haven't been equipped. Number two habit of highly defective leaders is they're inconsistent. As a leader, one of the best ways you can demonstrate values, strategy, organizational vision is to respond to challenges consistently. So for instance, if you get an underperforming staff member in a customer service area, how do you approach that? How do you train them? How do you give them feedback? If a customer complaint comes in as a leader, how do you handle it? Do you handle it consistently? Do you reinvent the book each time as you go through? When there's a business challenge, do you put a standard process together or do you respond to that challenge differently every time? If you walk away from the business, you're not present, or you watch your team is all handling things differently in the sales process, customer service progress, or even product development process, don't be surprised if you're inconsistent. They're just modeling your strategy. Okay, so habit number three, they hire moons. What are moons? Moons orbit around planets. In other words, highly defective leaders hire people who are not as competent as them. They hire people who are, in essence, less brilliant than they are. What you really want to do is hire people who are more competent than you in areas that aren't your areas of expertise. That's how you grow and leverage businesses and mitigate your gaps. These leaders tend to hire people who are a lot like them, who are succubents, who nod their heads, who don't have many original ideas, and just really aren't smarter than the leader. They hire fans, Instead of teammates. Number four, they delegate vision to the crowd. Now, this is something which I'm surprised at. You'll have someone who's a temporary employee, and I think most employees are temporary. Most people won't stay at a place of work for more than two years. And the leader, the owner of the company, sits them down. And what do they do? They say, okay, what's the vision for our company? Hello, what are you doing? The vision comes and is sponsored from the leadership in the organization, in my opinion. If you're building a company, you shouldn't ask your team, where are we going? You should be telling them, here's where we're going. You should be dictating the organizational values and finding people who resonate with that, not asking the crowd, what do you think our values are? where do you think we should be going? That's not a leader. Number five, they practice duplicity. So at work, they're professional, they lecture staff, yet outside of work, maybe they're not so ethical. Possibly they suggest that you're ethical, but they're not honest. So again, this is a major practice of a highly defective leader, a person who says one thing and does another, a person who espouses certain values in public, but in private, they're different. Especially with today's very transparent Web 2.0 world, you can't get away with that. Okay, habit number six of of the highly defective leader is they favor the wrong person. So here's what happens. We've all heard that everyone should be treated equally in a place of work. That's fair, right? I don't think so. I think the top performers, the people who learn, the people who are willing to learn and grow and invest in themselves and are teachable. These are the and show leadership qualities. These are the people we invest in. These are not the people that highly defective leaders invest in. Highly defective leaders invest in people that make them feel good, that tell them they're great, that don't disagree with them, that nod their head, that are really just part of an echo chamber. That is the best way to really dig yourself into a hole and go down the wrong track. It kind of connects with point number three, hiring moons, people who orbit around you but won't give you real feedback or are experts in their area of expertise or knowledge. So they favor the wrong people. Number seven, they stop being students. In in other words, they stop learning. They get to the top of the pile. They get stuck in where they're at in a certain state of mind. And that state of mind slowly will erode their organization's competitiveness, innovation, creativity... And in most cases, you're not going to have a really great team. If you're not going anywhere and growing, there's nowhere to follow you to. And what you're going to find is a bunch of people who are comfortable being stale themselves. So there's the seven habits of highly defective leaders. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net.